0: From the quantum, from the spiritual perspective, we are incredibly resourced, so we're actually being called to tap into our true resource system, which is actually our connection to the higher aspects of self. And a really simple way to explain this, that someone can get their conscious and logical mind around, is look outside. Like we are standing, sitting on a planet that is orbiting through time and space in perfect proximity to every other planet in like in our galaxy. And you look outside, you look at nature. Nature is perfectly resourced. It's perfectly resourced. The tree doesn't worry about running out of sun. The tree doesn't worry about running out of nutrient from the soil, right? Even we look at our pets. Our pets aren't worried that they're not going to be fed. They're not anything in nature. Is not, is not operating in a scarcity dynamic that's a human-made construct from a separation of who and what we truly are as the multidimensional beings.
1: Hi, this is Carrie Life Art, and you are listening to "Body Is a Temple" podcast that will motivate and inspire you to live longer and look younger. Enjoy the show. Hi guys, it's Carrie Life Art and you are listening to Body is a Temple podcast. As always, I am so excited about my guest today. I met her in Los Angeles on the hike with a group of amazing people and I miss those hikes a lot, but I have a good feeling that they're gonna happen this summer again. My guest today is a transformational leader, quantum teacher and coach, thought leader, publish author, speaker and self-made entrepreneur. Kat Trimar. Kat teaches people to understand and work with their thoughts, emotions, energies and different dimensions of consciousness to experience deep internal fulfillment as well as to manifest and co-create in life and business. Kat has a certificate in the spiritual psychology from the University of Santa Monica. She is a certified sex and relationship coach and the author of Self-Approved. A guide to accepting, loving and expressing the person you truly are. Available. Worldwide on Amazon. Kat is a seeker. Her greatest gift is her quiet intelligence and willingness to embody truth through self-examination and to continually find and refine alignment with the highest aspects of self. Her work has been featured in the major publications, including Good Morning Lalaland, LA Talk Radio Thrive, Authority Magazine, and many others. She has also appeared as a keynote speaker at the world-renowned Wonderland Festival. Thank you for accepting the invitation and welcome to the show, Kat. Thank you so much for having me. Can you tell to the listeners uh, who is a quantum teacher, a spiritual leader, and can you tell a little bit how does it starts in your life?
0: Yeah, I mean, it it, truth the truth is is that it is a a implanted soul calling before incarnation so I always describe it as and this was the experience for me is it was more of a process of awakening to the remembrance that I am here on planet earth to be a teacher than it was a conscious decision it wasn't a like I think I'm gonna become a become a spiritual teacher. I think I'm going to coach people. It was actually an internal awakening to who I am and why I'm here and continually following that call and awakening to deeper layers of that call. And this is true for, for most people who feel called to be teachers, to be coaches. It is a, like, it is a soul blueprint beyond the physical realm. So I, I share that for anyone who might be experiencing that awakening, especially during the times we're having right now, more and more souls are awakening to the remembrance that they're here to be leaders on the planet, that they're actually here for a larger movement than is apparent
1: to the, to the
0: physical eye. So I hope that answers your question.
1: Yes. Can you tell more what's, what's beyond these physical realms? So that's
0: a, a really broad question. Um, is there more, more specific, like, in terms of what someone might experience individually? Or... Yeah, so,
1: like, what's your mission as a spiritual leader here, for example? Like, what's the purpose of uh, your discovery? Yes.
0: My purpose is to uh, assist in the embodiment of, of a heaven on earth. So when I say heaven on earth, um, I want to clarify that and really explain it because that might be um, interpreted as a kind of religious context, but it is actually a frequency. Heaven on earth is a way of being. It's, um, it's an energy. It's a way of seeing life. And a lot of us who are called to be teachers during these times are actually the beings that tap into this frequency before most of the earth has tapped into it and embody it and hold that frequency and teach people how to align with that frequency so that they can also create a heaven on earth life for themselves but then also um, i teach teachers as well so i teach teachers how to go through the awakening process and to teach other people to embody a heaven on earth so That's like in an overall nutshell, but how we, the intricacies of the layers of that are really working within the psychological layer, meaning the mind, like working within the the mental programs that have been picked up from society and from a a culture um, that are not actually in alignment with the highest peak frequencies of divine truth and then we so there's a lot of like mental reprogramming and letting go of belief systems rewiring new belief systems um and our belief systems truly are what navigate us through the human reality it's what navigates us through our physical human experience but then we also work on emotional layers right because emotions are the language of, of the soul it's how our soul is communicating to us through our emotional body. And we're actually energetic electromagnetic beings. So our thoughts and our emotions create an electromagnetic signal or frequency that goes out into the world that everything in the universe is responding to. So when I speak of quantum, it's it's really comes down to almost a I was going to say science, but physics would be more of the proper word. It's understanding who and what we are as these energetic beings and how a person awakens to and starts to work within those realms to really gain control of their human experience. And then the next level of that is then becoming a master creator and becoming a master manifester where you start to play in the realms of the miraculous. You start to play in the realms of collapsing time and um, like in calling experiences and things to you that are that are beyond the physical realm in terms of okay I'm going to go walk over there and create this it's actually working more in the inner faculties so those are the different layers that I work on like with my clients and then also the layers that I work on when I'm uh, teaching teachers how to work their own human experience but also how to work with a client and then there's the spiritual realm which is really the awareness that we are multi-dimensional beings that our soul actually created our human avatar to come onto the planet and and we are more than what we can just see in like we're more than just this body we're actually connected to a higher part of ourselves some people will call this soul higher self higher consciousness, but that that part of us is actually the more dominant part of us. The human is is like an, a small extension of that. So when um, I'm teaching people to reconnect and rebuild the relationship with that aspect of self, it's really like doors upon doors upon doors of potential and possibility open up because that's the aspect of self that our true creative power lies within when we're just the human trying to make things happen in the physical realm we're using but a fraction of our manifestational power and abilities so that's like (laughs) in a large nutshell the um like the work that i do with people and that i teach teachers how to work within themselves because there has to be a level of self-mastery before you can teach Um, and then also how to work with a client in those different realms of their own consciousness
1: yeah that's true like we are uh, very much in this physical world and the situation with the virus like proved that when people get so stressed about that because they didn't understand that there's much more to learn from this than just a virus itself and that's Mm -hmm. why this is like as you said at the beginning uh, such a incredible time for us spiritual teachers to guide people through this process and help them to grow and and learn. Yeah. And I want to ask, um, can you describe maybe a little bit more this um, heaven frequency, how we can recognize that Mm -hmm. we are operating in it?
0: Yeah. So this great question, really, really great question. Um, Before I do that, I want to touch on what you said about the current um, thing that's coming up within the world that is so, so from the quantum perspective, what this actually is, is it's, it is a blessing. It is a very, very, very good thing. Um, and however, one has to be on a certain frequency to even see it as such um, But what's actually happening is we're not going back to the way things used to be. The old normal will not return. We are actually like opening the doors into the golden age and this is triggering it. This is like a mass catalyst for mass, um, like a mass awakening on planet earth. So some A lot of beings are already uh, awakened and at different stages of their awakening within their own consciousness. But what this is, is it's like a pressure cooker that is awakening people on a mass scale. So it's actually showing us the pockets of unconsciousness. It is showing us the belief systems that we live within as a humanity, right? Like as a collective culture and some of those those structures and belief systems are at scarcity. So we saw a lot of that come forward, mm-hmm. especially at the beginning of this um, event or this spreading of, of this so-called virus is um, w- we saw these this belief system in scarcity, in not enoughness mm-hmm. and people running to the store and buying out. All the toilet paper and buying out all the shelves so it was showing us a, a belief system that that is actually quite prominent in society that there was not a high level of awareness to so how that applies to the individual is and is any anyone who's listening might look at where are my beliefs in scarcity where do i buy into the illusions of not enough resources because the truth is from the quantum, from the spiritual perspective, we are incredibly resourced. So we're actually being called to tap into our true resource system, which is actually our connection to the higher aspects of self. And a really simple way to explain this, that someone can get their conscious and logical mind around is look outside. Like we are standing, sitting on a planet that is orbiting through time and space in perfect proximity to every other planet, in, like in our galaxy, and uh, you look outside, you look at nature, nature knows, is perfectly resourced. It's perfectly resourced. The tree doesn't worry about running out of sun. The tree doesn't worry about running out of nutrient from the soil, right? Even we look at our pets, our pets aren't worried that they're not going to be fed. They're not, anything in nature is not is not operating in a scarcity dynamic that's a human-made construct from a separation of who and what we truly are as the multidimensional beings. From this, this understanding, from a quantum perspective, we're being shown these pockets of unconsciousness and the the sooner that people can gain an internal awareness of what's actually happening within their own consciousness we can very very quickly actually transmute this in the energetic planes and shift into a more heaven on earth which will just continue to evolve so leading that into your question of what is the frequency of heaven on earth well the frequency of heaven on earth is unlimited abundance in all its forms in all its forms, and truly every individual being aware of that and tapped into that. And imagine, imagine we can see it so clearly because of what's happening in the world right now. Imagine a world where the opposite of that is the reality. Imagine a world where every person knows that they are so abundantly provided for and taken care of that they can give that you don't have something, let me give, because I have so much, there's an overflow. Imagine every human on the planet living in that state of consciousness, how different our world would be. We would be living, and this, is, this truly is the frequency that we're living into, like, and it, it, it will take time for people to shift into it, but there are lots of people already living in this frequency, but it is a frequency, then we start looking into dynamics of play, We're not living from survival. We're living from joy. We're living from what do I want to experience because it would be fun because it would, it would bring me joy. It would bring me happiness. It is just a fun thing to do. What do I want to manifest? Not because I need it, not because I'm going to die without it, but because it would be fun. Like it would be fun to go travel here. It would be fun to manifest this vehicle or that vehicle it, it, then manifestation turns into a a fun co-creative experience with this this resource system that we actually have as opposed to a survival dynamic. So I want to be clear that the difference is is that people, you someone could be in the three d realm, in the physical realm, and still, even if in the three d realm, they have, Things right, like they're resourced. It looks like they have. I mean, I live in Beverly Hills, so that'd be a perfect example. I can go walk, and there's it, from the external. A lot of people are in the physical realm, resourced, right? Beautiful homes, multiple cars. Um, but the the difference is, it's really looking at someone can have a lot of physical resources and still be living in unconsciousness around and in a dynamic of scarcity and in a dynamic of survival. And likewise, someone could have little material resources and be living in these higher frequencies. So what's going to be coming is a first awakening to the frequency, but then playing with the frequency to create. Up until now, there's been a lot of separation between the two. There's been the material world. And the internal world of, of fulfill. you even hear people talk about it, right? Like money doesn't buy happiness, right? No, but you can have both. You can have an internally fulfilled world and use money to play in the physical realm and, and to play in the manifestational realm, but it's a whole different energy. It's a whole different frequency so that's what we're moving into that's from a high scale like looking at it as a collective and different people will be at different places within that journey um, but there's going to be less of a separation between the internal world and the material world which we're also seeing our power dynamics shift right so in the past the power dynamics has been like a, a superior figure like being in control being in power dictating something to the people well that is not kingdom that is not queendom a queen looks after her queendom a queen treats her people as self a a queen sees her her tribe her community as 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 valuable and divine as she sees herself and our power dynamic previously has been i am superior in terms of our power figures in in our culture so that is changing So you're going to see more leaders arising who are very heart-centered, who are very service-driven, who think in terms of collective. They think in terms of all of us, not just me, 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 me. What can I get? What can I have? They think, I mean, I'm one of these leaders think in what, how does the world gonna benefit? How do all of us benefit And actually making decisions that are aligned from that place? Because we understand from the spiritual perspective, that we are all connected in the energetic realms. We cannot do to another what we don't do to ourselves. So when we hurt other, when we, when we uh, shun another, we actually do that to an aspect of self. And when we love another, when we have unconditional compassion for other, no matter what's happening in their world, we actually give that to self. And this is a next level realization and understanding that literally what we give to other, we give to self. And this is the, this is the golden age that we're evolving into. Um, It's going to be a beautiful world. It will take time to get there. um, But, but we're implanting the frequency of it right now, which is what a lot of us as leaders and teachers and coaches are um, doing. So we're in like, we're in like, it's go time mode right now. It's like, yo, this is what we came for. Let's go. Like, it's time to uh, spread the the uh, frequency of love and truth and abundance like a virus.
1: <laughs> yeah, totally. And like uh, my kind of scarcity issue was like when it, this thing started to happening, I was like so pissed on people that they don't see that this is an awakening. And I was like, guys, why you don't see it? This is the awakening. It's gonna be beautiful. We are in transition. But then I realized that everybody, has just different stages of awakening and I need to be yeah. respectful for uh, for them all and just like do my thing, just share what I know, not force anything. Yeah. yeah, and then people started just to observe me and come exactly. by themselves to ask questions because they see...
0: You nailed it. And and that is the new way, is is a recognition that we're all at different places in our journey, right? Like there's people who are more evolved than I am master teachers and there's people who are less involved than I am and and that's the new dynamic is it's no longer a I'm up here you're down here kind of dynamic it it is the we awaken in self and then we it is what a piece that is really important and I want to share this for anyone who's listening and highlight what you just said it is important to be sharing one's truth right now So for those like people who are having a similar experience to what you were having, maybe an initial anger, it is important not to act on anger. I do believe that anger is a frequency that doesn't serve, even though it has a lot of momentum. So it seems like it's constructive, but the other piece of that is exactly what you said of no, but I got to share and I want to share, I want to just highlight that for everyone because, um, for those people who are tapping into this inner understanding and this inner awareness, it's really important to listen to that. And it's really important to speak from that place. It is really important to be the embodiment of those messages and those truths that are coming through, not just as a silent voice inside anymore, but as actually being it. So like exploring, how can I share these messages of awakening you know we still have the internet and there's more people on the internet now than ever before right it's like your podcast there's all these formats that we can that we can code the internet with and get our message out and it doesn't have to be forceful and that's part of the new world as well like there's not force there's nothing to push it's just I'll be the light I'm going to share I'm going to follow my inspiration I'm going to follow my path of highest excitement in teaching sharing and When you stand as that beacon, people people will come. The people who are ready to hear it. So even for anyone listening right now, it's like you were led here for a reason. Like you're hearing this as the external articulation of maybe an inner whisper, inner truth that was already happening. But now you're listening to, to to someone who's actually more embodied in it. It's like a permission slip in the physical realm to go oh wow this is actually a lot of similar to what i've been feeling and hearing inside of myself and it it starts activating those codes within but then the next piece is actually bringing it into embodiment which is really important so i honor you for having your podcast and for sharing your
1: messages and creating this platform i'm also happy that i have more time to really work on it and interview more people and spread the knowledge because this is kind of uh... Part of my working awakening that I feel that everybody can change the world, even me, just need to believe in it. So I have a few keywords that I have from our conversation and from you what you are posting, like energy fields, frequencies, manifestation. Can you tell about this a little bit more? What is it and how you work with this?
0: Yeah, yeah. So at a base level understanding, we are energetic beings. So what that means is that the earth, this physical reality, the 3D reality is governed by frequency, meaning it's literally like if you think of, if you're turning a radio dial, right? If you're changing, changing a radio station, there's different stations you can tune into. If you're tuned into one station, we literally tune into, I also don't believe in giving external things power, which you will hear lots in this conversation. Um, so there's different. We can dial in like a radio dial to different stations. Essentially, if we're listening to country, we're tuned into country. If we're listening into a rap station, we're listening to rap. If we tune into, you know, what's a EDM, then we're listening to EDM. So this is really simple, and people complicate this. And I like to I like to teach things simple because I I am, truthfully, like we want to ground down these understandings on earth. This is not some woo woo out there kind of talk. This is real and it's, and you can play with it in your real physical life starting now. So we tune to different frequencies. We tune to these different stations based on what we're thinking about, how we feel. So we can tune in to a station of fear, Bum. Now we're listening to fear. Now we're in that frequency and everything in our life will now be in response to that fear frequency. We can tune into a frequency of hopefulness. We can tune into a frequency of love. We can tune into a frequency of abundance. And the, this world that we live in, this 3D realm, is also governed by the law of attraction, which means like attracts like. On the level of particle, this actually means that particles that are like self attract to one another. It's really simple physics. So how this relates to us as human beings is literally when we are thinking a thought, when we're tuned into a certain station, a certain frequency, now particles that are like that frequency start being attracted to us which actually condense down and materialize into manifestations life experiences coincidental encounters coincidental i'm using air quotes (laughs) because we're on we're on audio that that people um people coming into your life that like those random divine synchronicities they're actually at the base level that they start as frequency so in the old model of reality, humans have tried to control their experience. And you'll hear a lot of spiritual teachers talk about this, but they don't actually explain it in a really like tangible, understand physics kind of way. So this is why I'm really excited to explain this. You'll hear a lot of teachers talk about like um, letting go of control, surrendering. I, I, mean, I have a chapter in my book that's called Letting Go. And I explain some of this, but even now I have a deeper understanding of like the physics behind it is we're not letting go of manifestational control. We're letting go of trying to control the matter. It's like when you try and control a person, right? If you're like, you need to just be like, da 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 ah, and then I'll be happy. It's like it's trying to control the, the creation at the level of matter. And we can't control it that way because it's not created matter-to-matter. Matter, it's created frequency-first. the cool realm that we're living into is not just like, oh, we let go and we don't create. We just like see what happens. It's that we play with frequencies. We play using our internal faculties, i.e. our mind, our emotions, our own energy field. And then we attract based on that energy field. So what's really, really cool about right now and people being in quarantine, not being allowed to leave the house It's like, boom, this is actually the golden opportunity to learn how to tap into your true manifestational powers because your manifestational powers are what frequency are you tuned into. So you can literally, in these times of being in lockdown and being stuck at home, can create a whole new reality from thought first, from working in the quantum realm. Now, most people wouldn't actually be inspired to do this until something in their life crashes, changes gets disrupted because they're still so stuck in the 3D world. They're still stuck in the matter-to-matter level of creation. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing bad about it. It's just really fucking tiny in comparison to what we can create as the awareness that we are the quantum being. To be clear, we're all quantum beings. We all are. It's not that some people have this power and other people don't. It's just that some people are more activated in their power. Some people have, have activated, has learned it in a conscious way, have learned it energetically, are playing with it. But we all have, we all, it exists within every single human being. It's just the level of embodiment and the level of actual activation and using it.
1: And how to learn it?
0: come see me (laughs) I do actually um this is this is what I teach this is what I teach and I'm really about um my students learn how to start how to actually play in these realms so my programs are structured in a way that it's like your your conscious mind is learning how these laws work how the energy works you're learning about your brain you're learning about how your brain is the mechanism that you use to navigate this reality, but then it's really putting it into practice. Okay, what do you want to create now? Let's look at what's going on in your inner faculty. Let's look at shifting these things and creating new realities and then seeing the externalization, seeing the new manifestation of that. So I don't know when this um episode is launching, but I do have a program that's happening right now that's starting um mid-April. I think we start well, we start at the end of the week. Maybe people won't. Seventeenth. The seventeenth, yes. Um it's called the immersion. So this is a three-week deep dive into these concepts and principles and really gaining a level of mastery. Well, you, I mean, you can't master anything in three weeks, but I go deep. Like my courses aren't for Beginners, like it's like people, you'll probably hear a sense of resonance if you're like, Oh, yeah, like this is exciting. Oh, yeah, I'm ready to go there. Um, in this, but I, I go deep quick, it's like it is a level of, of we just dive right in. So, I will be teaching these realms of creation of the quantum, the manifestational realm and how to really start working and playing within them um, what's really cool about my programs at this point i teach everything live because i have the capacity to and i'm building out more and more team to be able to do that because i love doing that and there's a kind of frequency within that um, so what's really cool is the whole program is live online taught by me with live coaching so where you actually get to bring your questions to me like cat I'm doing this, 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 and I'm creating this, 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 and this. Now what? How do I rearrange this? And I can actually go into your quantum reality and see what's happening and help you and start to move things and shift things on the energetic level so that you can upgrade and shift and recode, really fun stuff.
1: Uh, we'll come back to this, uh, but I wanna ask how uh, it happened that this um, the spiritual awakening uh, happened in your life? How did you discover that this powers, how did you learn uh, yourself?
0: Yeah, that's such a great question. Thank you for asking. I mean, it was in me my whole life dormant. And what I say by that, I kind of spoke to this a little bit earlier is like, um, We have different codes within us, but they have to become activated. So I did have this underlying sense of who and what I was for most of my life. And that being said, when on the human plane, on the physical layer of reality, my childhood was very, very turbulent. I grew up in an abusive household. Um, Things were very unstable. It was very fear-based. It was very traumatic. I went through a lot of uh, trauma in the physical realm and even while i was going through that there was something in me that i was connected to on a different layer that knew that there was just more like i just knew that this couldn't be right that this wasn't true that this wasn't like i was i was kind of always tapped into it a little bit um and i do actually share in my book self-approved my whole awakening journey so for anyone who wants to like really learn um, the spiritual principles and processes that I took myself through in my conscious awakening. So really, really powerful um, book. And it's available on Amazon all over the world. It's called Self Approved. I can send you the link for it too. Um, But my, my real activation of, oh, so before this, I was also started reading like channeled material when I was like 12. So I was reading Conversations with God by Neil Donald Walsh when I was like, 12 years old. And then I was reading Abraham Hicks when I was like 13, 14. So I was naturally very, very gravitated towards the frequency of these teachings, even though on a conscious level, I wasn't always aware of what I was reading. So I was reading these books. I was, uh, I was, and I, it felt like home to me. It, I felt like this is the closest thing to truth that I've ever felt. Like what I was experiencing in the human world didn't feel good. It didn't feel like it didn't feel good. I was like this doesn't feel good and I would find these channeled materials and, and literally even like as a teenager be in metaphysical bookstores and just feel like a oh, like a oh like this is this is not even these words are true but this feels good. This feels true. And so I was reading these channeled books and channeled material and even reading books on how to channel, right? Um at a really, really young age. But even within that, I still went on a bit more of a destructive human path, because I still wasn't activated and awakened consciously. So I was abusing drugs and alcohol for for 10 years. I'm going to condense this story, because I do share it all Mm. in the book. But long story short, I was in a relationship, my partner was addicted to opioids, he was an addict, and my life started to revolve around trying to help him get get better and and get sober and it was a whole journey in and of itself it was very divine even though it was very very painful in the external world and i left the relationship and he passed away so between the our relationship the ending of it and his death was like that container was the real catalyst for my conscious awakening because suddenly, and I wanna share this for um, because people, it's, it's really mirrored of what's happening for a lot of people right now. Um, my external world crashed, my external world crumbled, my greatest fears materialized. So I want you to imagine like, I'm literally standing in my, my greatest fear was, his, was him leaving this planet. It was my greatest fear it was I, I I did everything to try and stop it from happening like I had intervention the television show involved like it was I did everything to try and prevent that from happening and here I am standing in my worst nightmare and when that happens, when the physical world doesn't meet what we're trying to make it meet we're forced to go inward we're forced i would I felt Force and call, called is a better word. I felt called. I have to go inward. I have to look where I haven't really looked before. And I started asking bigger questions. I was like, okay, what is this about? What is this world about? What is this existence about? Who am I? Why am I here? There's no way I can be going through all this pain for nothing. What is this about? What is happening? What is going on? And I kind of separated myself from my current life. I went traveling. I would take like a month or six weeks off work and fly to Bali, fly to Thailand, fly to Peru and, and in seeking, like seeking inside of myself, like, who am I? And I'll be honest. It was not a, it was a, it was a emotion. It was a painful journey. Like it was a, I had to really peel away layers and layers and layers of who I was not to To discover who I am and who I was, um, but that that event, like in and of itself, is what catalyzed my conscious awakening. And it, I mean, it still took years after that to to integrate the awarenesses that I was having and the internal awakening that I was experiencing. It took years to to embody it. And I still continue to awaken to deeper and deeper aspects of self and embodiment, but it's much more graceful now because I know what's going on. I know how to um, navigate my inner world. This is often people will come to me sometimes without even knowing it. Um, actually, now not as much. Now people are more coming to me because they want to like live in the creational realms. Um, but early in my my quantum career, people who are going through this turbulent awakening Um, were drawn to me sometimes they didn't even know why because I could explain to them what was happening in their inner reality and help them speed up the process of of awakening into the embodiment so even at that time I had an awareness of, of the two realms like I had an awareness that and you can read this in the book like I was I was aware that there was like the journey of my physical human And there was the journey that my soul was experiencing and that my soul was using this human experience to wake up, to awaken to, to who and what I really am. And my particular soul chose a traumatic journey for that. I think a lot of master teachers do choose that because it's almost like they, they know on a soul level, I can handle this. I can go in and experience something really horrible in the physical realm and, and and the soul is so strong that it can actually activate deeper capacities within the traumatic physical experience. I don't feel that that's required. Um, and <clears throat> I feel that the new age will be living into, it will be, people will be incarnating more awakened already. Um, but that was my physical journey in this human experience was, was a very traumatic and turbulent physical world that caused the activation of my true soul codes and my true soul identity to be an embodiment.
1: Yeah, like this is very common journey. Um, mine was kind of similar with drugs and alcohol and many mm. things like that. And also it took me years. It's work in progress when I finally realized that the other things are matter. Um, yes, and this is going to my next question because the podcast is called Body is a Temple because for me, I experience body as kind of manifestation of a soul, a tool that the soul like kind of gets on this world to operate in this material world what's your take on it how do you see spirituality and body and taking care of our health in conjunction with the soul uh, on earth
0: that's such a good question because early in my journey I was doing a lot of sexuality coaching and it was actually like a, a deeper awakening of like of spirituality where I was teaching people like um, your pleasure within your body, like the expression of pleasure within your body is actually like a really spiritual experience. It's like bringing in communion your soul with your physical human. Um, so i I have mixed thoughts on this, not mixed thoughts, but I believe that we have been taught to approach our body from the physical perspective only in terms of health and well-being, you know, it's like eat the right foods, do the right exercise, Um, like take care of it in a physical sense, but we actually hadn't been taught how to take care of it from the energetic sense. And it's the same thing in terms of like the scarcity that I was talking about earlier in, in like the 3D. It's like we are resourced from source, like we are energetically resourced. This this intelligence that moves through our body heals cuts. We like think of it. Every single one of us has had a cut that heals itself. It's not the hydrogen peroxide that we put on it and then the polysporin and then the band-aid that heals it. Like that is not what has our tissue reform together. There is an intelligence moving through us and within us that is literally. Orchestrating the healing of our body. It's interesting you ask that because in my human experience, I went on such a journey with um, fitness and nutrition and exercise and all these things, and shifting my body in different ways. But only from the three D realm, like only from the what do I have to eat to make it look like this, and what do I have to? What's the most healthy? And and going on this journey to to realize and to awaken to this piece that it's that piece of it is actually a small piece of it, like what we eat and how we exercise, and, and I'm just using those as examples of taking care of our physical body, is a small part in in comparison to being consciously connected to this energy stream that is literally the the life force that created our body. Like, think about that. like It's literally this life force that is pumping our heart. It's not my job to pump my heart. I'm not consciously beating my heart right now i'm not consciously breathing right now i'm not consciously growing my fingernails or my hair all of this is happening from this energy stream from this intelligence so even within the care of our bodies i believe we're awakening to another layer of this Of it's not actually really our job to like regiment into things um it's our job to connect with the stream That being said, not everybody's ready for that, so it's 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 really starting to decipher like where someone is on on the journey. Um, But I believe that it's actually when we replenish from this energy stream, we don't have to worry so much about am I doing everything right in the physical realm. It's like, well, are you connected to the stream that will naturally actually replenish your body, and that will actually naturally when you learn how to tune into it and get the mind programming out of the way. This is real work. I'm saying this like from a high up perspective. It's oftentimes like deep internal work to shift these mind patterns. But when we clear some of those, then you can be in tune with the natural intelligence. And then it's more of an intuitive process of like, what am I being guided toward in terms of self care? What am I being guided toward in terms of food and nourishment for my body? What am I being guided to in terms of movement and uh, instead of like this regimented gym schedule it's like what is my body actually telling me would be feel really good right now and sometimes that might be like going for an intense jog but uh, sometimes it might be just going for a nice light walk it might be stretching it might be napping it might be relaxing so we're moving out of this era of like go 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 push 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 here's the list of all the things you've got to do to be a perfect body and we're actually learning to, even within our body, be more connected to this stream of well-being and this stream of replenishment um, so that we are then just naturally guided to the things in the physical realm that would best support our unique body, which is really, really beautiful because all bodies are, are different as well, right?
1: Yeah, totally. And uh, I call it as a kind of intimate relationship with yourself. And uh, when you are in tuned, as you said, like there are days when you feel that you want to push something more in the gym or wherever. Or there are days when you just want to stretch or there are there are days when you just want to sit on the beach and under the sun and that's it. And, and your body is guiding you, your soul through your body is guiding you to uh, how to do it. I wanted to ask, do you have any maybe be some uh, idea of some uh, short exercise for the listeners that they can do during listening or maybe after they can grab the journal or a piece of paper that's um, something like simple that made them think a little bit more about uh, spirituality and this uh, awakening or how to find the path?
0: Yeah, I mean, I would start with we're all spiritual beings. So like start even just with the concept of like demystifying it. It's not like some mystical thing. It's, it, it's like, we're all spiritual beings. Um, and, and to start to become the, the base level practice would be to start becoming aware of your thoughts. So start becoming aware of what am I actually thinking right now? Cause thoughts are what navigate our human avatar through this experience. So what am I actually thinking right now? Like, what are the thoughts that are going through my mind right now? And to truly recognize that those thoughts are creating your experience. Now, that's a high level of self-responsibility, but more and more people are ready to awaken to this and ready to remember this and ready to start gaining control in the human experience through their internal faculties. So that's where I would start is start by like becoming aware. What are my, what are the actual thoughts that are running through my mind on a day to day basis and in different scenarios. When I swing my feet at a bed at the beginning of the day, my feet hit the floor. What am I thinking? What are the actual Mm -hmm. slow down time and actually stop and go, what are the thoughts that are running through my head? And secondly, to start to actually know and have an awareness that those are, that's what needs to change to change anything in your reality. That's what, that's what gets to change. That's what has to change. And this is, it's real inner work. Like it is real inner navigational work to shift our realities. Like getting sober after 10 years was, was real inner work to, to reshape my mind and reshape my brain and reshape my understanding of life and who i am and being willing to become something more and step into something more so that would be a base level where, where i would start people at is is start developing an awareness of what are my actual thought moment to moment
1: if you could advise to people one thing that they can start doing from today that can change their life what would it be become aware of your thoughts <laughs> That's that's the doing. That is the doing.
0: And and if you want it in a more doing aspect, like pull out a journal and actually journal. Because what journaling does is it slows down thought, so you can actually journal out like what's happening in your internal world. Like what is actually going on in my mind right now, and it's um it slows it down from just going. Okay, I'm going to try and be aware of my thought. It's like okay. Let's actually like do a practice on this. So if you're looking at like a a doing exercise, that's what I would do is like pull out a journal and like what is happening in my internal world right now, i.e.
1: what am I thinking? How am I feeling? What is the impact that you want to do in the world?
0: I am creating Heaven on Earth. That is my big vision. It is the core of my company. It is, the, it is the heartbeat of even coming onto your podcast and getting to share this beautiful conversation out into the world. Like the heartbeat for me within this is, this is, uh, I'm infusing this with that with that heartbeat of creating Heaven on Earth. It's the heartbeat of every program. It's the heartbeat of every time I post on social media is the heartbeat of everything I do. And it is my vision. Yeah, it, that, that's my vision for the world. And it starts with each of us creating an, uh, a heaven on earth within our own human experience. And then to spread that and ripple that out into the world. That's why I teach teachers too. So it's like, okay, <laughs> let's create your heaven on earth. Then you go teach others how to do this. And we just like and spread it out over the world. So that's my, like, bi- that's my vision for, for the world.
1: You said a little bit about this heaven frequency where everybody's living in an abundant when they don't need to think about getting something because we are overflowing with everything that we have. Is there anything mm-hmm. else that you can use to describe this heaven on earth?
0: Yes, it's happy, it's joyful. It is a deep, deep, deep sense of internal fulfillment, of internal connection of peace, internal peace, of internal love, of a divine knowing that everything is well, a divine knowing that everything is working out for all of us, a a divine knowing that we are supported, that we are loved, that we are infinite. It, it, it is. It is excitement. It is enthusiasm. It is joyful co-creation with other beings on the planet. And it, it is. It is abundance. It is wealth. It is. Oh, it is beauty. It is. It is radiance. It is. It is these high frequencies. Here's the thing I want to, I want to share is that the translation of that into the physical material realm will be different for all beings, you know, cause like my idea of joy and excitement and pleasure and fun might be different than yours, but it's frequency first. So that's why even if, if people come and look at my teachings and follow me online, like you'll see that I'm not always even talking about the physical world that much. I'm not, I'm not teaching you how to make a million dollars. I'm teaching you how to tap into frequencies within your life and then create the materialization of what you want from that place, because we all want different things and different experiences. Um, So that's why I talk about it from a frequency standpoint, because that's how I see it. and, And we each get to define what the articulation of that in the world of form is for our highest excitement, um so i'm not yeah that's that's what it is okay perfect
1: yeah thank you for sharing that and uh, what i find excited in my work in a podcast that i am meeting uh, and interviewing different people who have made more or less the same vision to create more abundant world from mm-hmm. different layers you are from spirituality so it's like helping spirituality and i don't know if you heard about um a Venus project? I have not. This is a project to build sustainable city. And the idea of people living there is kind of how you describe your heaven. Basically, everything is mm-hmm. available for everyone. People can decide if they want to live in a big house, small house, because it's up to them. They will mm-hmm. have this house given. And um, the idea is there is no money There is only resource-based economy. The government is basically computers because they are thinking faster. They are better in administration so uh, and they cannot be corrupted yeah and people are scientists basically and it's a focus for progress how to make the the soil uh, more sustainable and recycle everything that is possible so we are taking care of our planet so there are like kind of different pieces that i am finding all over the world and it's in florida basically the the venus project
0: that's so cool and it's interesting because it sounds like uh it's this like even within that i want to point out it's like it's the same frequency right so it's like someone's creating in the physical realm a that is a heaven on earth it uh, but what I want to even say below that is just to tune people in that we already have that choice like we don't need someone to create a community that then says oh now I have choice because even within that it's still a limitation it's still an idea that oh once it's created then I can have we already have free choice to do that you can choose anything from where you are when you know who and what you are and how the laws of creation of the universe work. And the whole universe, The whole literally energy gets behind what you choose. So that's beautiful. I'm not like Bash and the Venice Project. That's beautiful. I love mm-hmm. someone's vision. And we already have that power. We already can choose that. And I want people to know that their power is in their internal world. They, We don't have to wait for someone to create it in the material realm because even that is a limitation of going, once it's created in the physical realm, I'll respond to it. I'll have an internal feeling in response to the material realm. Cool. Now you're still just living in the 3D reality. You're still not actually mm-hmm. creating from the quantum, which is your superpower, which will have you infinitely able to create beyond and beyond and beyond and beyond and beyond and beyond and beyond. And beyond. Just had to bring that in there.
1: Coming back to your course, and I want to say that I also did your masterclass uh, last mm. weekend. Amazing. What was your biggest learning or takeaway? I will tell you in a minute. And um, But I, be, I am like online most of the day and I am like bombarded by many courses, classes, whatever. And I was like feeling like a lot of overwhelm and I'm still feeling. And for some reason, as you said, there is no coincidence. When I found your master classes, I did them like fully i was like sitting in front of a computer listening to to you nothing else and i just prioritized this one through all the internet baths you know and i was like wow this is something that i want to pay attention to it my biggest takeaway was like Yeah, I love the question, what do you desire? And I literally started to write down all my desires to start thinking about them and then create them. And uh, and I'll be honest, the only reason that... uh, holding me back to work with you further is money because at the moment in this realm when I'm living for me is a lot and I I know your story you were telling about yeah yeah I went to this Santa Monica to study there I was I wasn't thinking about how I'm gonna pay but somehow it unfolded itself that someone started to want to be my client and I found money but I had some bad experience in money in my life that's why I'm in Iceland I am originally from Poland where I and I had to find a way to earn a lot of money fast, and I I feel that th- that was the lesson that I should not spend money that I don't have for me. But I am thinking how to hack this also. For example, how to crowdfund money for your course? Why not? Maybe someone listened to the podcast and would like to support me. And out of nowhere, <laughs> maybe something will uh, come up. Uh, f-
0: So I have a, 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 can I coach you a bit on this from the quantum realm? Yes. So, so how we would approach this is less about the physical matter of the money, right? So, so not thinking so much, how can I get the money? How can I get that money in my bank account? But let's, let's create this for you from the quantum. So go tap into the realm of that desire and create it from that place because right because can you see the difference between matter to matter of like okay i need x amount of money so what do i have to do to bring that money in versus let me connect with the experience let me connect with the essence let me connect with the why the desire why do i want this why why do i desire this fuck i desire this cuz i'm going to learn how to uh, how to collapse time and call in whatever i need to my experience i'm going to learn how to operate in realms of consciousness that I can just materialize things without having to operate in this dense physical material world. Tap into what it means. You tap into that. And what happens when you do that is if we take it back to the quantum, is literally when you're connected to your outcome already being done. This is where this is simple, but humans really don't understand this because it really requires a whole different level of living when we are embodied in our ideal outcome already in feeling in mind, in our reality, what happens is the material world has to match it. It has to, because it's particles, it's matter when our inner world becomes something, it literally, the particles of matter have to collapse into time and bring it to us. So that's what I did when I shared that story of going to school and, um, I literally like for those who don't know, I lived in Canada, I I started going to school in California, it was very beyond my means, so to speak in the physical realm, but I was already tapped into these quantum creations, I knew that I knew that it would be it would be fine. And even when I would go into fear, I would come back to that reality. And then like six of my classmates ended up hiring me and completely paying for my school tuition. So when something is in our highest alignment, like with our soul and who we're becoming, and we tap into that realm, then the material world, it literally shifts to to meet it. But where people get stuck is like one foot in the human realm and one foot in the soul energetic realm. And it's this like back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. So anyways, that's a bit of homework for you is if okay. you can really tap into less looking at the physical world reality of it and tapping into the inner like why and the desire. And and then what happens is it's not some that then an idea doesn't come forth. Sometimes then you do have an idea of like, oh my God, I'm gonna crowdsource this or crowdfund this or but it's coming from the place of already being in alignment with your desired outcome, which is a very different than what do I need to do in the physical world to make this happen which isn't operating in the quantum. So there, you just got your first quantum quantum lesson. You can re-listen too. Maybe it, it, you'll hear it the
1: second time. And that's true. When I'm letting go, what you say, not the manifestation or desire, but some kind of pressure of uh, controlling the material world, things are yeah. coming out of nowhere, And I experienced myself this also many times, even here coming to Iceland. I... Not only had debts, I had no money, no friends, no job, no idea what I'm going to uh, doing here. I just bought one-way ticket without being here before ever and things mm-hmm. just unfold perfectly. I met a... Mm-hmm a lady online who offered me her house to leave for free for one month. I found a job in one week. I get the new friends. Like everything was just like perfect. And I was like so in shock that these things can happen. So yeah. Okay, thank you for that. So uh, can can I say something to that quickly? Mm -hmm. For benefit to you, but also
0: benefit anyone that's listening. So uh, remember I said we all have these quantum abilities. So a, a lot of people will resonate with that and can see experiences and times in their life where they did that or where that, you know, it was like, I took a step and I didn't know where my foot was going to land and then it appeared. Right. And so we've all had these experiences. So I think it's really valuable for people to look at where in my life has that happened? Like just these seemingly miracles, right. Where things happen, things unfolded that I couldn't see happening. And now we, what's happening is moving into a realm of doing that consciously of being aware of how that's happening and starting to play with the energies of it. So it's not just like a haphazard kind of random experience, but it's something that you're co-creating all the time. So I just wanted to slide that, that in there um, from you sharing that story.
1: Yeah, let's talk at the end. Uh, where can people find more about you and uh, how they can work with you?
0: Yes. Um, so you can find me. I'm on Instagram, which is at kat underscore trimarco, and uh, Facebook as well, which is the same as Instagram. Just take out the underscore, so it's kat space t-r-i-m-a-r-c-o um you can check out my website too but the truth is i'm probably more involved on on social media in terms of sharing what what's up and what programs are happening Um, and yeah if you want to come work with me i do i do have two different uh have a few different programs i have a year-long mastermind which is really like um advanced work in the quantum realm Um, i usually Require people to have like gone through one of my entry-level courses first so that they have a bit of an understanding of that I will be opening enrollment into masterminds um, later in the summer Um, as of right now the program that is uh, open and available for enrollment is it's called the immersion and that's what we were talking about earlier it's a three-week online live immersion there's six different classes in it. And so I'm going to be going deep into teaching the quantum realm and uh, really taking it into embodiment. So people will be in there taking it into embodiment, learning how to craft and manifest frequency first in their own reality. It's going to be so much fun. And we start pre-work for that on Friday, on April 17th. However, I will say, I usually don't like fully announce this, um, but there's, there's four days of pre-work, which is kind of like the building the foundation for the full-on immersion program. So that will happen for four days and then there's a break to catch up on the pre-work and then we officially dive into the full program on the 22nd. So I usually, what I do, kind of letting you into my background secrets, like uh, usually the door will close for enrollment on the pre-work day, but then there's, I usually will still, I still allow people to come in until that official start date. So I usually always have still have people kind of trickling and like, Kat, I've been watching and I really want to come in. And I'm like, no worries. We're just on the pre-work. So if you can catch up on the pre-work as long as the the real enrollment doors close on the 22nd. For this program, we don't even have a sales page. You, um, you would just book a chat with me. So I'll send you the link um, to book like a 30 minute chat with me. Um, I mean, whether it's for yourself or uh, for anyone listening, and then I, I like that way because I really get to see where where you're at. Like for anyone listening, where you're at, what you're wanting to create, what's happening in your reality, like what's going on in your world, what are you starting to awaken to within yourself, what's even been activated in this conversation, and I also love to make sure that it's that it's the right program for someone. Like I would never want someone stepping into something that's not actually in their highest. Um, so I like to have a, a bit of a conversation, at least for this program ahead of time. Uh, that's how we're doing this enrollment period. So yeah, I'll send you that link so anyone who's interested can, can hop on a chat. With
1: All right. And uh, is there anything that you want to add um, from yourself, to say to the audience?
0: Yeah, I think that the one last thing is just trust that if you're listening to this, that you're here for a reason. Like, It is not an accident that you were guided to this podcast at this time, in space, in this moment in time. It is not an accident that you're hearing this conversation. Um, welcome to the first day of the rest of your life. And it it does, we're in the age of embodiment. So it's important to walk into it, to not just dismiss it, to not just go, oh, that was like something that I heard. And then I walked away from it. Oh, this is a doorway of opening into a whole new realm that from where you currently stand, you probably can't fully fathom in the physical world, but that there's some sort of resonance internally with it. Trust it, follow it, ask what the next steps are. Ask, are the next steps me stepping into this container and learning and really being in an incubator of this? What are my next steps? Follow the thread of the guidance. Follow the thread of the guidance. Follow the thread of the guidance. You're here on purpose. There's such a reason for it. Trust it. That's what I would say. And I love you. I love you and I love anyone listening.
1: Thank you so much for listening. I strongly believe that this is not a coincidence that you came across my podcast. It means that you are a seeker, you are seeking for answers. What is behind the veil of reality? I hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, you can find more information and links about how to reach Kat in the show notes of the episode. Please give me your feedback. Leave a comment. This is super important for me and make my work meaningful. Also share this with your friends or anyone who you think might like to listen to this. More about me you can find on my website carrylifeart.com It's K-A-R-I life art. .com there are information about my online programs zoom coaching and exercise courses for a healthy spine you can also find there info about my favorite health product algae by energy beats precisely spirulina and chlorella that are the breast milk from gaia our mother Those algae are miraculous. They contain over 40 vitamins and minerals, support immune system, gut health, brain health, and they are all natural and organic. Since I eat them every day, I put aside all supplements that I were used to use because they have everything that I need. You can also listen to the episode 15, The Power of Algae, where Catherine, the founder of Energy Beats, explains how she wants to change the world. And my listeners, of course, get 20% off using code life Art. You are listening to Body is a Temple podcast by life Art. And until next time, make your life art.